Hey there, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. Well, you've thought about doing your own podcast, let me tell you, it's not near as hard as it used to be. I launched a podcast back in 2008, and it was crazy difficult to get it listed everywhere where listeners were, which back then wasn't really that many places. But now, podcasts are everywhere, and with a platform like Buzzsprout, you can be all over the place with one click, plus a great-looking website, analytics, and more. That's why... We use Buzzsprout. So follow the link in the show notes, and that'll let Buzzsprout know that we sent you, and you'll get a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. Plus, it helps support our show as well. Again, down in the show notes with Buzzsprout. Let's go. All right. Go ahead. The time is now. Let's do it. Here we go. This is the Ike Wingate Show. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Join the show now. Text 870-505-1518. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Good morning and welcome to another day, another week, another show here on Monday, February 13th, 2023. So glad you are hanging out with us here bright and early on another week starting out right i don't know it's early and hopefully uh yes stayed up late for the super bowl yeah 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 well here we are we're here together and we are going to make the best of it launch you off in the right way this morning with celebrity birthdays this day in history random facts and your national and world news roundup all that more is on the way this hour brought to you by thurman and flanagan attorneys at law online at ozarkjustice.com or call them 479-253- one, two, three, four. Good morning. And we are expecting a warm one today. Sunny skies, high of 63, 20% chance of rain tonight, 46 the low. Showers likely tomorrow, 62. Sunny on Wednesday and 68, cooling off toward the latter part of the week, though. Hope you had a great weekend. Enjoyed the Super Bowl. I am sorry. I thought my voice would be 100%. And then I went to the Razorback game on Saturday against Mississippi State, and I had to yell. It was too bad to stay silent. I was going to try to restore and, you know, preserve my voice, but uh, I messed up. I'm sorry. So my mistake is your punishment here, so I apologize. Uh, Celebrity birthdays now. Sophia Lillis. That's Bill's crush Beverly in the remake of It is 21. Prince Michael Jackson Jr., the son of Michael Jackson and Debbie Rowe, is 26 today. Daniel Portman, who plays Podrick Payne on Game of Thrones, is 31. Mina Suvari is 44. She's in the American Pie movies and other things. Uh, Randy Moss, retired NFL wide receiver, is 46. Robbie Williams, the British pop singer, 49. Kelly Hugh from X-Men 2 and the Scorpion King is 55. Neil McDonough, who plays Damian Dark on Arrow and Legends of Tomorrow, is 57. Freedom Williams, rapper formerly in the CNC Music Factory, is 57. Henry Rollins, 62. Peter Gabriel, 73. Mike Chichesky, retired Duke basketball coach, is 76 today. Jerry, Jerry. Jerry Springer is 79. On this day in history, King Henry VIII executed his wife for adultery. Yeah, on this date in 1542, 
Neil Sedaka peaked at number four on the pop singles chart in 1961 with Calendar Girl. Black Sabbath released their self-titled debut album on this date in 1970. Uh, In 1972, Led Zeppelin was forced to cancel their Singapore concert when officials would not let them off the plane because of their long hair. We don't want that long hair in this country! Apparently, that's what Singapore was saying. Okay, what else we got? On this date, 1978, Al Green Day was declared in Los Angeles. Okay. The movie The Wedding Singer was released on this date in 1998. The Eagles sued the National Foundation to Protect America's Eagles, claiming the organization infringed on the band's name and image. Yeah, they lost. That happened on this date in 1998. In 2000, the last new Peanuts strip ran in Sunday papers after Charles Schultz died. Waylon uh, Jennings passed away at his home in Arizona at the age of 64 on this date in 2002 from a diabetes-related illness. Lou Ferrigno, a.k.a. the Incredible Hulk, was sworn in as the Reserve Deputy Sheriff of Los Angeles County on this date in 2006. And in 2017, Korean dictator Kim Jong-un's half-brother Kim Jong-nam was assassinated. Two women attacked him with a nerve agent at the airport in Malaysia. The women claimed they were duped into thinking they were participating in a harmless hidden camera prank show for Japanese TV. Kim Jong-nam was the eldest son of dead North Korean dictator Kim Jong-il. Now you know. Those are your celebrity birthdays and this day in history. Good morning. And it is that time of morning for your random facts brought to you by the Tees and Trails Townhouse in Bella Vista. If you're looking for a peaceful getaway, come stay right on the golf course and steps away from the back 40 mountain bike trail. This two-bedroom, two-bathroom townhouse has been newly renovated and sleeps up to eight people comfortably. You can book your stay right now for as low as $99 a night at teesandtrails.com. That's T-E-E-S and Trails. Your first random fact, Jupiter is surrounded by waves of radiation. So be careful. Your next random fact, all parts of the moon are lit by the sun at different times. We know it rotates around the earth. And as it does, we see different parts of the sunlit half. So there's always some part of the moon that is lit up. Sponges hold more cold water than hot. Yeah, you've been warned. Sylvester Stallone wanted to make sure the boxing scenes in Rocky IV were real, or at least they looked real anyway, so he instructed Dolph Lundgren to actually hit him. A punch to the chest left Stallone in intensive care for four days. And you're really going all out for the park there. Adrian! Caffeine, including the one in your coffee and tea, is a natural pesticide. Scientists discovered that the same stimulant that keeps us awake and alert could paralyze and even kill various insects which eat it. Yeah, so you want to get rid of some of those pesky bugs? Well, just pour some coffee on it. 
And your final random fact, gravity keeps Earth and the other planets orbiting around the sun. It also holds the universe together far beyond our solar system. Amazing, amazing stuff. Those are your random facts. Good morning. And we are headed to a high today of 63 under sunny skies. Tonight, 20% chance of rain and a low of 46. Showers likely tomorrow, 62 for the high. Wednesday, sunny and 68. This hour being brought to you by... Thurman and Flanagan, Attorneys at Law, online at OzarkJustice.com or give them a call at 479-253-1234. No, I did not just go crazy yelling last night at the Super Bowl. Uh, I tried to rest my voice over the weekend and then uh, the Razorback game happened on Saturday. Just a poor showing. Poor showing. And uh, anyway, who knows? I don't know when this it's going to be better, so I'm sorry. Uh, getting a look now at your headlines from around the country and around the world. Uh, in case you missed it, over the weekend, we basically got attacked by UFOs. I kid, sort of, when uh, there has been yet another flying object shot down. This happened on Friday and then again on Saturday. The U.S. shot down a third unidentified airborne object over the weekend. New indications are emerging from Washington of how high-tech balloon and airshift components might point to a new Beijing spying threat. The Commerce Department has blacklisted six Chinese makers of balloon and airship equipment, which the agency alleged is connected to intelligence gathering by the People's Liberation Army. The move underscores U.S. concerns that China's craft are wired for a new age in surveillance. Okay, yeah, and I mean, an airspace was shut down over Montana uh, yesterday. Not yesterday, uh, that would have been Saturday evening. And then airspace over Michigan was shut down yesterday as well. So, just weird, weird times. Uh, Your next headline, Turkey's government facing questions over its response to the earthquakes. With the death toll from the twin quakes having reached more than 33,000 across Turkey and Syria, grief is turning into anger, much of it directed against Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan's government. Yeah, I butchered that one. Uh, How the relief effort unfolds now could define Mr. Erdogan's political future as he faces his most difficult re-election in years. Uh, your next headline, investors are fleeing U.S. stock funds. They've pulled a net $31 billion from U.S. equity mutual funds and exchange-traded funds in the past six weeks. The exodus underscores the divergence between those skeptical of the market's year-to-date rise and those eager to ride the wave higher. And Ukraine is bracing for offensives against Russia while it waits for more aid. Russian paramilitary group Wagner said it had captured a settlement on the outskirts of of Bakhmut, the eastern Ukrainian city that Moscow has been pushing to encircle for months. Ukrainian officials didn't acknowledge any loss of new territory, though, even as the new Russian side has seized the initiative in the fighting in recent weeks. Its gains have been slow and costly in men and material. 
85%. That's the decline in total new applications for unemployment benefits, a proxy for layoffs in Virginia in 2022 from the prior year. That's the largest drop of any state in the country. So a lot of people getting jobs there, I guess. According to an analysis from the Labor Department, short supplies of labor have caused many employers to become more reluctant to lay off workers, especially in the states surrounding the nation's capital. And of course, we keep expanding the government. So of course, there's going to be more jobs around there, right? All right. Those are your headlines from around the country and around the world. Good morning. Ever caught someone doing a good job? Tell us about it. Well, this is a really, really cool story. It is about our police officers going above and beyond to help out our citizens. And a really cool side note about this particular viral moment where police officers lend a hug to a guy who needs it is... I'm related to one of the guys. Yeah, this is a viral moment out of Michigan. And my cousin, Jacob Thorne, is one of the deputies here. This happened in Michigan. And uh, these police officers provided some words of encouragement for a guy who was pulled over on the side of the road just feeling overwhelmed by life. This is Deputy Jacob Thorne and Fred Parasek interacting with the man. What can I do for you today? Do you, do you, you say you don't want to hurt yourself, right? No. Is there anything I can do to help you? I can use a hug. I'll give you a hug. <laughs> Seems like you got a lot going on, man. It's all right. It's all right, man. It seems like a lot to take on, you know? Dude, we can give you some We can get you some help. Yeah, we can get you somebody to talk to and stuff. If you ever need anything, you just call, right? Means a lot. Yeah, buddy. Thank you. Wow, a little bit of love goes a long way. And our brave men and women that are out there keeping us safe are also doing that community service work that is so desperately needed in a moment of vulnerability. So uh, congratulations, proud moment. Jacob Thorne, Fred Parasek, way to go, doing good. If you've got a story out there of somebody doing good, Email it to show at IkeWingate.com. It's time for Stranger Than Fiction. Well, you could sort of call this guy the triathlete of criminals. He can drive, run, ride, swim, whatever it takes to avoid capture. His name is Michael Ayarzo. He's from Northern California and led cops on a high-speed chase last week. He drove until he reached a dead end, then tore through three separate backyards before his vehicle got stuck. So then he got out and ran. So we've been driving, now we're running, and then he spotted a motorcycle. He stole it. Now we're on a motorcycle. Rode off. The cops were still on his tail. He hopped off the bike, ran it. Yeah, he ran again, ran to the edge of the Sacramento River, jumped in, and started swimming across it. Telling you, a regular triathlete here. On the other side of the river, he climbed up a tree. Now we're climbing, Uh, which is not the best place to escape arrest, by the way. Uh, Police got to it, circled it. He finally came down and was cuffed. And then he got a medal. No, he didn't. Uh, Michael was arrested for questioning regarding an armed robbery that occurred earlier in the day. There aren't any details on that for now, but he's booked for vehicle pursuit, vandalism, resisting arrest, and vehicle theft. And that is exhausting and stranger than fiction. Good morning. And a very pleasant good morning to you. Hope you are having a wonderful Monday. This hour is being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, Attorneys at Law. Online at OzarkJustice.com or call them 479-253-1234. 
You've probably heard for a long time, do not feed your dog from the table. Well, researchers at the University of Helsinki say that scraps made of non-processed foods are actually better for dogs than most dry food, which a lot of dry dog food tends to be highly processed. So in this study at the University of Helsinki, they looked at the diets of more than 8,500 young dogs and puppies and asked their owners what kind of health issues that the dogs experienced. Around 20% ended up with digestive issues later in life. Uh, But dogs that regularly ate table scraps were 23% less likely to have any of those digestive issues, which is fascinating. Uh, Giving them human food as a meal can also be good. Puppies that ate things like meat, fish, and eggs a few times a month were 22% less, less likely to have problems. So whether it's human food or dog food, avoiding processed uh, food is the key. They also found that uh, one thing that was even worse for the digestive system than dry food was these rawhide chews. You know your dogs love them, but... Puppies that were fed rawhide chews were 117% more likely to end. Um, they were likely to end? They, they were likely to end up, I'm sorry, wow, end up with digestive problems. That's a pretty large percentage. So those rawhide chews, not so good for your dog's digestive problems. But uh, certainly you got to be careful feeding Rufus from the table. You know what I mean? It reminds me of... Uh, National Lampoons. Oh, you wouldn't feed him from the table. Well, no, no, he's in the trash. He's been in the trash there, Clark. Uh, We fed our, I mean, growing up, we fed uh, all the scraps to our dog. Yeah, I mean, he got biscuits and gravy, uh, burgers, I mean, whatever, you know. But uh, he was a good dog, but yeah, he did die of a heart attack. So uh, maybe there was something related there. All right, good morning. Well, I don't know about you, but I uh, started to feel like we might be in the twilight zone uh, zone over the weekend with all these different uh, unidentified object sightings. We're talking about balloons all the time now. We got balloons everywhere. Uh, it's like the movie Up. I don't know what's going on. But uh, there was an object shot down over Alaska on Friday and then another object shot down over Canada on Saturday and then airspace shut down. Over Montana on Saturday, airspace shut down over uh, Michigan on Sunday. It's just like, what is going on here? Anyway, uh, unidentified objects the U.S. shot down over Canada, uh, both believed, uh, and Alaska, believed to be balloons carrying a payload. A senior U.S. official confirmed to Fox News yesterday. Uh, Details regarding the over-Canada object were scarce. Uh, and had been throughout the weekend. U.S. officials are now describing it, though, as a small metallic balloon with a tethered payload, which is not the way that they were describing it before. That's not the way they described the thing on Friday that was over Alaska. They said it was like a a, a free-flying object, not a balloon. Uh, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said he had received a briefing yesterday as well about the Alaska balloon. The devices were much smaller than the Chinese spy craft that was shot down last weekend. Not this past weekend, but the weekend before. Uh, President Biden, Prime Minister uh, Justin Trudeau, ordered the object shot down over the weekend. U.S. allied uh, and allied forces had been tracking the device over Canada for more than a day. 
by the time it was shot down. Origins are unknown, but there is a recovery effort underway to uh, get the debris, etc., etc. Isn't this so weird? I mean, all of a sudden, the last two weeks, we're talking about all kind of crazy overhead flying objects. Which reminds me, I am going to do the podcast about the UFOs sightings in Carroll County. Also, that's coming soon to my podcast, okay? Maybe in the next couple days. Now seems like a great time to do it. But there's another side note on it, and that is cow mutilations. Cow mutilations in Carroll County. Yeah, I know I'm getting weird here, but uh, I'll explain more. But uh, just thought I'd bring that up since we're on the subject of the UFOs. Uh, Let's see. They say, out of an abundance of caution and at the recommendation of their militaries, President Biden, Prime Minister Trudeau, authorized the object to be taken down. The device was the third aircraft that the U.S. forces have shot down over North America in the past week. Yeah, so I guess we'll stay tuned to see what happens. On this edition of Unsolved Mysteries, good morning. And we're headed to a high of 63 today. Sunny skies, a 20% chance of rain tonight. 46 the low, showers, and 62 tomorrow. Well, I was thinking last night after the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, what happens to all the memorabilia out there? Because as soon as the game's over, they have shirts and T-shirts that say Super Bowl champions. And so, you know, there's a bunch of shirts and hats and stuff with Philadelphia Super Bowl champions on them. What happens to them? Well, at one time, they were destroyed, but over the last several years, they get donated. So at one time, they were donated to the World Vision Charity. Now they're uh, donated to another charity that distributes them to other countries. So that way, they don't uh, clash with the brand for the NFL in the United States, but they are still put to use. So somewhere in some country, soon, there are little kids running around with Philadelphia Super Bowl t-shirts, Super Bowl champs, uh, t-shirts and hats. So I thought that was kind of interesting. All right, now let's uh, get your headlines. Now, your headlines. Mississippi State picked up its fifth straight win with a 70-64 victory over the Arkansas Razorbacks men's basketball team on Saturday. Deshaun Davis sank six out of 11 shots from the floor with two three-pointers for the Bulldogs. Shaquille Moore finished with 12 points, five rebounds, and five assists. Anthony Black totaled 23 points for the Razorbacks with five rebounds and five assists and three steals. Uh, Of course, the Razorbacks saw their five-game winning streak in SEC play end. Ricky Council IV did have 10 points and six rebounds. The Razorbacks back in action against Texas A&M on Wednesday. And a Yelville woman has died after a two-car crash near Mountain Home on Friday night. According to the Arkansas State Police, crash report it happened around 7 p.m. on U.S. Highway 62 west of Tucker Cemetery Road. The crash happened when one car was traveling west on the highway and the second car was traveling east. The westbound car crashed the center line, hit the eastbound car head-on, and the eastbound car then went off the side of the road, rolled over, and caught fire. The driver of the eastbound car was 27-year-old Topanga Maxwell. She died at the scene. And finally, Fort Smith's fire chief of more than six years passed away over the weekend, according to a news release. 
Fire Chief Phil Christensen had battled cancer cancer in the nine months leading up to his death, according to the release. The type of cancer was not specified, but on their Facebook page they said, quote, he is this is definitely a line of duty death as his cancer was part of exposure during time as a firefighter. Carl Gefkin, city administrator for the city of Fort Smith, described Christensen in a news release as a good man who will be greatly missed. Those are your headlines. Good morning. And a very pleasant Monday morning to you. I hope you're having a great day so far. Let me tell you, there is nothing worse than when you are in a hurry and you go out to your vehicle and you can't get the windshield to defrost. You're in a hurry. You cut out a little hole and you try to drive down the road with a peephole, which is not smart. Well, we've got a simple trick for you uh, to get that windshield uh, defrosted and get you on the way. Okay, because there's nothing worse than being stuck there. Now, obviously you have your defrost on, right? But there is something you can do ahead of time, the night before. And that is push your sun visors like you're trying to shield the sun out. Just push them to the window. I'm sorry, to the windshield. And if you have auto start, you know, you have the remote control start. You know, you automatically start it up. And the defrost automatically comes on, right? If it's if it's cold out, it'll it'll just it's the climate control will take over. So if that is the case, by putting your sun visors to the windshield, it helps keep that air close to the windshield instead of flying off, you know, into the rest of the vehicle. So it sort of helps contain it. It's not exact, but it helps. It helps concentrate that uh, air to defrost your window just a little bit faster. Now, if you don't have climate control or auto start or whatever, um, and then, you know, you just need to do it manually. You know, leave your, you know, push your visors up, start the vehicle, put it on high defrost and go inside for a second or sit in your car cold. I don't know, whatever it is, but uh, the sun visors are the key. It has really nothing to do with whether it's auto start or anything like that. So, mm mm-hmm. Uh, let me see if there's anything else on here that I did not tell you about this little hack. I think that's pretty much it. Pull down the sun visors. Pull down, blah, blah, blah. Hot air onto the windows. It just helps, yeah, it helps direct the hot air. I don't think there's anything else I haven't... Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Now, it does say if your defrost is broken in your vehicle, then, uh, then use de-icer. You can spray that on your window. So just a little time-saving hack for you when you have a frosty window, a windshield, I keep saying window, push those visors up and then put on the defrost. All right? Or get a garage. Either way. All right. Good morning. Hey, I want to tell you about another podcast I'm doing, one that is shining a light in the dark corners of our media, our government, and our culture. It's the Ike Wingate Show. You can find it at IkeWingate.com. Please subscribe to it, listen to it. It's a longer form, unfiltered podcast that delves deep into the issues that are happening in our culture. So check it out, please. Hey, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. It's an honor to know you've been listening and hanging out with us. We know you got choices, and believe me, we appreciate that you made this choice. We'd love to spread the word. We need your help with that. Leave us a review. Rate us whatever you can, because that'll help spread the word on the show. You want to contact us? Hit us up. Show at IkeWingate.com. We're on Insta. 
We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're everywhere. Just type in the Ike Wingate Show. Have a great day.